Hello guys, welcome to an episode of Rose's podcast, Future Health Educators. I'm Alejandra Perez and I will be your speaker today. I brought in a special guest, a fellow colleague of mine. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Hi everyone, I'm Valerie Rivera and I'm also a member of the Roses. Today we're going to talk about emotional intelligence in the workplace. I will be giving a brief overview of emotional intelligence or EI for short. What is emotional intelligence? It is the capacity to be aware of, control, and express one's emotion to handle interpersonal relationships. This concept was made famous by Daniel Goleman, an internationally known psychologist in the late 1990s. EI is made out of five key component skills, which are self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, empathy, social awareness. Self-awareness is the ability to have a deep understanding of your own emotion, strengths, weakness, needs, and drives. An example of self-awareness is when you are being rude to a customer and realize you are being unprofessional and shouldn't let professional issues interfere. Self-regulation is, is being able to adapt to changes, power, and ability to say no to impulses. An example of this is when someone is screaming at you you know they aren't angry at you, but rather at the situation and need to let it out. You don't take things personally. Motivation, the drive to achieve, being passionate about one's profession, which an example would be student who fails a class. They don't see it as an opportunity of failure, but rather an opportunity to learn and retake the class without self-doubt. They don't let the failure get in their way. Empathy, considering others' feelings when in contact with them. It is an example would be to understand coping with someone else's hardship or sadness. When you understand yourself and why you feel the things you feel, you can understand how people, other people feel if they are different from you. Social awareness, the ability to move in people and to move people in the direction you desire by your ability to interact effectively. An example would be, say, a boss who can handle different personalities at work. However, if two employees have a conflict, they can find common ground and resolve the issue in a civilized and fair manner. These five skills EI is made out of uh, can benefit you on a day-to-day -day personal life, but also can benefit you in the work in workplace. Now I'll hand it over to Valerie to inform you guys on EI and how it affects the workplace. Thanks, Alejandra. Hi, everyone. Like I said, I'm Valerie Rivera of The Roses. Today, I will be talking about how emotional intelligence can be both useful and beneficial to you in the workplace setting. Emotional intelligence, which can also be referred to as emotional quotient, are skills that employers take into higher consideration in today's world of employment. In fact, according to VeryWellMind.com, a survey that was conducted on a group of hiring managers revealed that 75% of these managers placed a high value on an applicant's emotional intelligence. This being said, learning how to properly manage your emotional intelligences now can give you a competitive edge when it comes to applying for jobs, or you could help secure your current job position. So you may be wondering, what does it mean to properly manage my emotional intelligences and what could that look like? Well, if this is you, don't worry because I've got the answer covered for you. Learning how to properly manage your emotional intelligence, essentially, is learning how to manage your reactions and actions when faced with a challenging situation. 
Examples of these kind of situations, according to the Institute for Health and HumanPotential.com are giving and receiving feedback, meeting tight deadlines, dealing with challenging relationships in the workplace, not having enough resources to complete your task. Managing your emotions well in these kind of situations will not only benefit you, but can also make life in the workplace easier for you, your colleague, and a manager or managers. So with that being said, let's go ahead and talk about the usefulness of having a good handle on your emotional intelligence in the workplace. As stated by VeryWellMind.com, having a high emotional intelligence in the workplace has several benefits. Some of these benefits include making better decisions and problem solving, keeping cool under pressure, being able to resolve conflicts, having greater empathy, listening, reflecting, and responding to constructive criticism. On the other hand, having a low emotional intelligence in the workplace has its downfalls. These include, but are not limited to, playing the role of the victim or not taking responsibility for one's actions, having a passive aggressive communication style, refusing to cooperate and be a team player, being overly critical of others, and being closed-minded. After hearing all this information on emotional intelligence and its importance in regards to the workplace, you're probably wondering one of the two things. One, either you are grateful that you have had plenty of exposure to emotional intelligence education and you are feeling excited about the fact that these skills will help you in your current and or future career or careers. Or two, you are feeling a bit worried that you have not had enough exposure and or information on emotional intelligence to be able to figure out your strengths and weaknesses in regards to EI and would like to know how you could now begin to grow these skills. If you fall into the second category, don't worry. Here are some steps that you can follow to help develop your own emotional intelligence. Reflect on your emotions. Take a moment to reflect on your own emotions and reactions to certain situations. Ask others for a perspective. Our view of ourselves does not always reflect the truest version of ourselves, so asking others what their perspective is can give us good insights on what others see in us. Be observant. Simply put, observe your emotions and reflect on them. Use the pause. Think before you speak or act. Don't just speak to speak and don't act without thinking it through beforehand. Explore the why. Make sure to explore the why behind your emotions and also the why behind the way people around you are feeling. When criticized, don't take offense. Instead, ask, what can I learn? Take the criticism, personal feelings aside, and see what you can learn or improve from it. And finally, practice, practice, practice. Like any other skill, practice is the key to getting better at it. So everyone, we have reached the end of our time here. Once again, I'm Valerie Rivera. And I'm Alejandra Perez of The Roses. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope that this information benefits you in your professional journey.